Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. All right, Jesse, spill it. How was the trip? I've been waiting to hear all your stories. Oh, went to Yellowstone Friday, flew out, got there at what would have been like 2 a.m. Cincinnati time, stayed uh, in Bozeman, Montana, yeah. and spent all Saturday in the park. By, by all Saturday, I mean, we got to Yellowstone National Park, which is in Wyoming, noon on Saturday. And then all you really do in Yellowstone is you do a ton of driving. A ton, so uh, I it's very that. scenic. It's yeah. huge. It's ma- The Yellowstone's bigger than some states on the East Coast. Like oh It's gosh. this massive yeah. area. And for all the time that we spent there on Saturday and part of it on Sunday, we probably only experienced maybe one quarter to one third of the park. Whoa. It is huge. And like... The time to get places in Yellowstone just takes longer because these roads are narrow. There's kind of these switchbacks of the road. Like at one point, I had this map, and it's like, okay, here's this 12-mile distance. Yeah. That'll take you 30 minutes to go 12 miles. Ooh. And that doesn't even count the times where the bison, <laughs> yeah. the the buffalo, giant bison, just climb into the road. And I'm not talking like... One, although that does happen, you'll have one bison here and there that's just like, what up? I'm just crossing yeah. the road. I literally don't care about you or your car. They don't care at all. A number of times, we got stuck behind a herd of bison. I mean, like 30 to 50 of them just crazy trotting along. Like, no concern in the world. There was at least eight cars behind me. It, it makes me wonder if the bison think that the cars are like another herd of some kind of creature, and they're like, oh, there's the other herd. Like They well, think we're all just crossing on the road. Like, at one point, because I was the leader of the car pack, lucky me. <laughs> I was like, why am I the one? <laughs> and all these cars, like, this truck behind me was, like, tailgating me <gasps> as if he was like, you need to, like, literally nudge them along. And I'm like, I don't know how Bisonar was, like, plowing cars off the road. Well, what's I don't the know. protocol? Yeah. Leave how, them alone. Yeah. Like, if you're in your car, just stay in your car. Give them space. I tell you, the protocol, like, if you're out of your car, is 75, uh, what is it, uh, 75 feet or something like, 150 feet. You have to stay away because they can run really fast. Yeah. But at one point, this Subaru, who apparently got tired of driving behind me and my pack of cars... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> finally found an opening where a bison was in the left lane, veered in, in past me, and starts revving his engine and, like, gunning it towards these bison. And they all start running. <gasps> like, oh, and you hear so their, he kind of like, scared them. Scared them. And then we all felt bad. Like, dude, what are you doing? You're in a, you're in a Subaru. Like, <laughs> you, you're about to go off the cliff if those bison, <laughs> the one had such a big head. Like, <laughs> Massive, massive 2,000-pound animals. Yeah. I mean, you're in a national park. It's probably not a place to be speeding around. You know. You just just have to expect that it will take time. My favorite thing, I saw so many things. that I'll say my favorite, but I very much enjoyed when we first got to the park the first day. We're driving up a hill, and we see multiple, like, uh, police lights. Like, what's going on? Somebody get pulled over. 
It's a bison in the left lane going the other direction that just chilled and stood oh. there and wouldn't move. So they had their lights on and orange cones all around it. <laughs> <laughs> just go around this guy. He's not good. I mean, they'll take naps in the middle of the road. What? They don't care. Oh, that's hilarious. I, was, yeah, yeah, I like, love it. Bears care. The coyotes care. Yeah. You can't even see them. But the bison were like, oh, there's cars out this here? This is our land. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I posted this crazy video. It was like the March of the Bison yeah. from yesterday morning. At least 100 of them passing our cards up on our uh, Instagram at Jesse and a B105. A couple's therapist is naming the best places that you can go for a second date. Because, okay. you know, the first date, it's kind of awkward. The second date is usually when you're like, okay, let's try to get to know this person. Mm-hmm. So, Jesse, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. All right. A farmer's market? Which, yeah. Uh, for us, I think, a Finley market. Yeah. No, low key. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's just. I like you, that. You're getting out. There's, Check out some melons yeah. and, and you know and uh, the Mel- fresh produce. And- <laughs> okay. Sure, melons. Yeah, uh, a cooking class maybe not your uh, thing. The second date? No, I mean I would. That's um that's a little advanced. I'd say that's uh, you're you're knocking on like a third or a fourth date right there. Okay, but if if it's a class, then they do the step by step. Oh, I know. Okay, no, no, just, no. This, you're not um, ready for that. You're like this no, is- I ease in a little slower. Next. Okay, now this is something that we've discussed a lot: pickleball. Oh, God. Uh, how do we feel? Um, and the reason being pickleball is, like, how competitive are they or how do they handle winning or losing? You don't want a sore loser. Um, I just don't want to look like a loser in general. Like, I don't – I've never played pickleball. I don't – I would have to, like, learn it in front of them. And, you know, I can be a little clumsy when I'm learning things. I think there would be a confidence issue on my part there. So I'm you like, wouldn't oh, – I don't want to look like an idiot. So it would be yet. about you. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be about All right. Me. I would do March. pickleball. <laughs> I like farmers, but that is like an entry level. That is, uh, that's more than just meeting up and, you know, just having like a little bit of small talk, getting to know you thing. Now we're, now our feet are moving. We're on the ground. Do you remember the second date you went on with the girl that you're, you're dating now? Um, let me think about that. Yes. I think we went to a restaurant, like a nice restaurant. So okay. the first one was like casual, like meet up at a bar, get a drink. And it was, you know, like an hour long. Yeah, the second you one don't was, know. I think the second one was, yeah, we met up at a, like, we went to a nice restaurant. Yeah. So it was Sit like, down. it was, it was basically stepping up just a little bit. Yeah. You know? Sometimes I feel like if you involve activities too yeah. soon, it's a little overwhelming because you're, you are still trying to talk to them and yeah. ask them questions. But mm-hmm. if you're doing an activity, you don't really you're learning something about them, but you're not, like, you don't get to ask them questions about themselves. No, I always view the activity as, like, date three or four. Like, after you've gotten the, the whole conversation out of the Yeah, way. like, if yeah. I'm out trying to, let's say I um, tried to do, do, do guys try to do activities on the first date? Have you guys had, had guys try to do that that you've gone Yes, on? should we talk about the axe throwing date? Ugh. Oh, was that Remember day one? Remember, I was, sc- if it wasn't day one, it was day two. It was, I was, like, scarred. Well, my thing is, I just don't, <laughs> I mean, I'm focusing enough on the conversation to get with. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to worry, like, me going, going out trying to learn how to play pickleball. And, like, throw, or like, the axe uh, throwing. I'm sorry, what'd you, where'd you grow up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sharp objects. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Okay. <laughs> <Bam>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry, yeah. have I told you I can't multitask? Yeah, you know what? I'm definitely not. Dinner is nice. Dinner, drinks. Yeah. That's, that's I can I eat and talk at the same time. That's, <laughs> that's all right. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and if that's something that like you're working on, there was a study that looked into artists that create music that makes you feel confident, and they did it by genre. And so I'm looking at the country music. 
Yeah. And what artists create music that hype us up, makes Pump us feel up. confident? Yeah. Okay, so we've got uh, yeah. Toby Keith yeah, is Toby on that Keith. list. Here's, this Perfect is a great example. example. Yeah. This is Toby Keith being like, look at me now. What do you think about that? Yes. It, All right. I'm okay. already more confident. And then we've got uh, Miranda Lambert is on there. I wonder what song that would be like, Gunpowder and Lead? <laughs> Gunpowder and Lead comes to mind, but... It's a little violent. I, yeah, I um, mean, it gets you hyped up. She was just cheated on. Uh, Luke Combs yeah, I was is tra- on this list. Luke Combs, I mean, drinking beer as cold as you. I was thinking, when like, it rains, it pours. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. Because he's like, I want a hundred. No, no, no. That, I, that I don't is know. a good one. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Shania Twain. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Man, I feel like a woman. Yes. This is like th- this is like the Shania anthem now, right? Yes. When you talk about Shania, I just all of a sudden I just hear this song in If my head. you were to say is what's a song that makes you feel confident, this would probably be the number one song that came to mind for me. Out of all genres Out and everything. Out of all songs. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then Carrie Underwood was also on this list. Yeah. And she's got some good, like, pump-up, like, em- empowerment songs. Cowboy Casanova mm. is a good one. You Good know what's, girl. You know what song always gets me pumped up? What? Oh, I don't Jesse. Ha- I don't have it with me. <laughs> the Long Ranger thing. I actually have a, a playlist in my phone, and it, like, on my Apple Music, yeah. and it is a... What is it called? Oh, give me a song. <laughs> it's called Girl Power. <laughs> give me a Girl Power song. What well, is the Girl Power? I do have some of the, like, I have Shania Twain on there. I've got Carrie and Miranda and everything, but I also have, like, some Beyonce, you know, run yeah. the world, girls, who run the world, girls. Really? Yeah. Um, I have ever, you know, Kelly Clarkson, Stronger. Like, I'm I, literally I, looking It's a for mixture of all genres of music, but it's all songs that, just hype you up. Hype me up as a woman. So when you're getting ready you know? to uh, head on yeah. down to, here we go. When you're heading down to like, I don't know. Ladies like, night. Knockback night. Oh, okay. Ladies <laughs> night, sorry. <laughs> ladies night. Where's ladies night start? Do you guys, <laughs> do you plan for multiple locations or? Yes. You, okay. That's why you want to go to an area that has several different oh, places so you, you can, can hop. hop. It's called bar hopping, Jesse. Bar, I know what bar hopping is, okay? I know you <laughs> think I'm a complete loser that I haven't done anything in my life. I know what bar hopping <laughs> oh, is. Okay. I've been to some things. Have you not oh. heard that I've become more spontaneous in the last 12 no, months? No, uh, you have. You really have. I'm proud of you. You told me about a new... So. Uh, Speakeasy that's going to be in downtown Cincinnati. Uh, Cincy. It's called Unexpected. Yeah, you got to have like a password to get in there, and then there's yeah. like a little bourbon bar in there. Yeah. And I'm like legit thinking about going. All right. Don't well, tell me I can't listen. live my life. All right, Mister Spontaneous. I'm, gonna, can I, I'm a, gonna get my Lone Ranger I'll team. I'll get all hyped up. Oh, Lone Ranger! I'll send you my girl power playlist. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Not your thing. Let's, let's cue up some Shania. Jesse and Beyonce. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You're still the one. Oh. <laughs> Friday night, got to uh, Bozeman, Montana. Me and a girl I've been dating, we flew there for a weekend to have some fun. Got there super, super late. And we even questioned, we're like, are we going to be able to get a ride from the airport to the hotel? Yeah, because you're kind of in the middle of nowhere, right? Uh, That's Middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, it was like 1230 in the morning. And the answer is yes. We requested a lift. Showed right up. We walk outside. It is a jacked up pickup truck. <laughs> not not like janky. Well, it was that too, but well, I mean literal jacked up. Like Oh, like the big like big, I, wheels? big step up into the back. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy. Like the girl I was with, I was just like, oh boy, she wasn't expecting this. And the guy gets out of the front. First, maybe the second time ever I've been in a Lyft or an Uber that was a pickup truck. He gets out and he's wearing black gloves. And I'm like, interesting. Okay. And 
I could smell the cigarette smoke pouring out of his truck. Oh, boy. And then he opens up the tailgate, and we put our bags at the tailgate of his truck, <gasps> and we get in, jump up in the back of this jacked-up pickup truck at the back, and it smelled like he's just been smoking in it from the day he bought the truck. <laughs> he had a giant, like, 32-ounce thing of, like, soda up in the thing. It splashed <laughs> around the whole time. And music blaring. I wrote down the songs. Oh. Um, because I remember them. Shine Down, followed by uh, <laughs> Nelly's Air Force Ones, what? followed by a song from Struggle Jennings and Jailer Roll. <laughs> Cranked up, cigarette smoke, okay. black rubber gloves, and I, I literally got my phone out because I knew where we were going. It was a ten mile trip, and I googled our hotel to make sure we were headed in that direction. I'm like, this dude could take us out in the middle of nowhere, Montana. We're going to be like a part of a Dateline episode. Did he Did he say anything when you got in? No. Oh. Other than, like, he got our bags, put them in the truck. No, there was no conversation. Okay, because that kind of makes it Nothing. worse. There was, so you're not speaking. No, okay. but at one point, like, his Lyft app was like, ding, another driver, uh, the writer added your cue. And he goes, I hate when this girl talks to me and he's trying to turn it off. <laughs> and I'm like... What is going on? <laughs> and you know, you know, I I can sort of handle situations like this, but the girl I was with, I'm like, well, this is a departure from her normal uh, methods of travel. Okay, okay. Even for me, yeah, just cigarette smoke. Yeah, she, I felt see. sick to my stomach, but the smoke was so strong. <laughs> we get out, I see his black. Anyway, he drops us off. We're fine. We lived. It was fine. Okay. I don't think she, she gave him like a one star. <laughs> like, it was not good. <laughs> I mean, the cigarette oh. thing, I, I feel like there are rules about that. But go oh, ahead. What? I forgot another part. Yeah, so what? Whenever we would like get out of a stoplight or we were pulling onto an on-ramp for the interstate, he gunned the truck <laughs> like, like you driving the B105 oh, wait truck. wait a second. Full okay. pedal to the metal. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. So when you Googled the map, did he go the right way? Yeah, or was yeah. he Okay. No, we were going the right See, way. Because you know how there are different routes, and no. what if he would have taken another route? No, no, no. He, okay. We were like five so, minutes into the trip before I Googled it, but I was just like, I just want to make sure, because this is really, there's nothing stopping from this guy, this guy from doing anything. I, it does, it sounds like a horror movie. I think the fact that you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And the gloves. I wonder what The gloves. <laughs> Why the gloves? Did, what do you... He, He's not, this sissy boy. He's got bigger Cincinnati. things to worry about than us. Uh, our, our luggage <laughs> infecting him. Like his, this truck was not exactly fresh out of the factory. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that new car smell was gone. Jesse, uh, where's the Clorox wipes? Clorox. I know. Wipes. <laughs> I know. I know. There's an outdoor movie series. Uh, they just announced the lineup for the schedule of movies that they'll have uh, starting June 1st. It'll usually be on Thursday nights, but it, it starts June 1st, and then it goes throughout the summer in the fall uh, right across the river in Covington, Covington Plaza. So they'll have this, like, outdoor movie set up. They'll have a bunch of different food trucks. Several breweries will have their trucks set up, and it's adults only. Does it overlook the river, I think? I think I saw a picture y of it. Yeah, Covington Plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking it up adults right now, actually, only. because you kind of— So the whole adults-only part of it— is I mean they'll probably have alcohol and some things like that, but some of these movies aren't like exactly kid um, approved. Well, I don't like, even know if that's why they're making. I think have you ever? I think they're making it adult only just for the sake of like sometimes you want to get away get from all the kids, kids and the family stuff, you know? you know. So the movies aren't anything crazy. I mean, a few of them, Step Brothers, Ten Things I Hate About You, yeah. Top Gun, Maverick. Like it's it, the movies aren't that crazy. 
But um, I know as someone who doesn't have kids, sometimes you ever go out with your friends who have kids, and you're like, all right, this is beautiful, like, but, uh, kids. <laughs> but I'm ready to go home. So and then if you're a parent, yeah. you probably, this could be a fun way to switch up date night, maybe go out with your friends for a change, get a sitter for this one. When I was a kid, when we were like, uh, I don't know, seven years old, a bunch of us kids, our family took the entire group of us six kids to go see Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Have you ever heard of that movie? You know who Christina Applegate is? Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking it up right now. Well, okay. This is very like 1990, 91-ish. Anyway. <laughs> it sounds like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. They went what? to take this. It's supposed to be a funny movie. Don't tell mom the babysitter's yeah. dead. And they hauled all six of us kids into a movie theater. We sat down. The movie starts. And I just remember the first scene we saw was just like a building explode. And there's firefighters. And there's cursing. And then on the screen comes the words, Backdraft. <laughs> Our parents are like, oh no. This wasn't really this for kids. This is rated, I believe this is rated R. It says PG 13. So, okay. Don't tell my, oh, yeah. well, you know, our parents, <laughs> eh, they let us live on the edge a little bit. But backdraft is too far because there were curse words. And uh, so they, we all had to get up and leave. <gasps> we didn't get to go see the movie because it was in my hometown in Iowa. It's one movie at a time. Like, it's not, there's not multiple screens. It's one movie. And they played. Once a day for seven days. Oh, wow. So you just left? We left. We had make good tickets. They were like, here, come back and see another movie. I'm surprised they gave you make good tickets. Well, I think when they saw a bunch of like six, seven, eight, nine year olds (laughs) walking out. Oh, yeah. You didn't really mean to take them to that, did you? Yeah. Man, yeah. My mom did extensive research on any movies oh, really? we wanted to go. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it was bad enough, and <laughs> let's say an accidental scene came on, the, my parents would, like, you know, blindfold, like, cover yeah, your eyes. Cover up. your eyes. Like, what am I missing? Down here? the aisle, yeah. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. It's your turn today, Jesse. We pull a question out of our truth jar each day, and they've got all kinds of different things. Maybe make you share something that you've never shared before, like a dream. That you've had, Jesse, and you've you've never shared with us? Oh, is that my question? Yeah. A dream I've never shared? A dream you've never shared mm. or maybe just like an interesting dream that comes to mind? Well, I mean, I, like anybody, I've had some interesting dreams. Yeah. I've had dreams where like really great things happen and then you wake up and you're like, oh, dang, that was fake. Oh, Not yeah, real. I know. Are you going to check? Like, was it there? Oh. Yeah, I've had dreams where I woke up crying, like yeah. upset, because I'm like, oh, I didn't need to, I murdered someone. In that <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, oh, crazy I'm going to really stuff. miss them. Yeah. Uh, no, this, you know what? This isn't a dream. But what I, have I ever told you that when I can't fall asleep some nights, I do this thing where, you know how people count sheep? Yeah. And it's a way to kind of distract your brain, and then yeah. eventually you just kind of fall asleep. I have my version of counting sheep, but it's not counting sheep. What? It's this little story, this <laughs> little <Bison>. daydream. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm doing that after my Yellowstone okay. trip this past weekend. <laughs> but um, it's this little thing that I do that uh, it's kind of like a daydream, I, I guess. And then eventually I just fall asleep. I've never gotten past like the first three minutes of this thought. And it's so weird. And I feel so weird for st- even sharing this. Okay. But here it comes. Here it comes. All right. I've had this lifelong dream of flying. <laughs> no. we'll start not there. this again all right <laughs> oh have i shared this <laughs> well, you, no go ahead like, I, I, I don't know anyway here's the here's the thing that i do to make myself fall asleep i'm gonna t- with i'm not gonna censor this one bit okay. no matter how embarrassing right, this right. is i wake I, i'm laying in bed and i think to myself i've discovered how to fly <laughs> and i decide 
I think just straight go go to our our, our GM Mike and tell him I know how to fly. <laughs> and I'm like, this is gonna change there radio. might be some sort of like sales opportunity here. But like, I also, you know, you don't want to tell everybody this. Like, the secret gets out. Next thing you know, you get abducted by the, uh, you know, the FBI, yeah. and it's just like now you're an experiment. So I tell Mike, and he decides to call a building wide meeting in our little lobby. <laughs> And he's like, Jesse has some announcements to make. <laughs> this is literally true. And uh, and then, Jesse, come on up. <laughs> and I can I stand there, and they're just like, it's silent. They're like, what, what? And then I just start floating, and I start like <laughs> rising. And people are like, they think it's a trick, but then they think then then everybody is so. In, hold on, hold on. Let me get proper music for this. I've got Superman music oh ready for this. Uh, oh my see. god, is it? And then I start floating into the air. <laughs> And people are just, I think the purpose of this whole thought is everybody thinks I'm cool. (laughs) And the next thing you know, I'm on like a little flying tour and I get taken around town. And that is literally as far as I've ever gotten. B-105, Jesse Tack. First first flight in human history. How does he do? I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to collect my thoughts here. Um... How do I say that this seems like something you would dr- dream about? Back, you know, when you were like a little kid and you just kind of dreamed of being cool and everybody thought you would be That's like, That's exactly what this is. This is what this is. It's like, wow, everybody think I'm so cool if I could fly. Because what do you love? You love words affirmation. of affirmation. This so is if the you ultimate could affirmation. Pull out something that nobody like, else had. Yeah, I want to see someone else fly. Everyone would praise you. Yep. That's uh, Wow. That's it. Yeah, you've never shared that with me. I wonder um, why. But you, yeah, I can't, can't imagine. But you have shared that when you were a kid in church, you also used to fly uh, in the church. Daydream fly. about flying through the church. That is correct. Well, I was so bored. <laughs> Distract everyone yeah, from I, what's really I, going I, on. That is true. I forgot about that. <laughs> so, why do I share these things? I don't know. But no, that was good. All right. Okay, good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're getting a call. Yeah, somebody's calling about a, a movie, I think. Did you know there was a movie back in the 80s called The Boy Who Could Fly? Uh-oh. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm dead serious. Look it up. It's called The the Boy Who Could Fly. He, like, literally flies up to the girl's window and, like, they're naked. What? Yeah, it's, it's a, That's me. That's <laughs> oh boy! That's I would have gotten. Man, I would have gotten the girl. I would have gotten all the attention. Wait, here's the cover of the movie. I looked it up, and it says, "Between a silent boy and a beautiful girl lies an amazing secret." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's there me, it man. is. That's that me. movie was named after you. That's why. I know. That's really. I did not know that. Thank you for sharing. All right, hey, we'll no be looking problem. that one. Up. Good one. Thanks, buddy. See, See ya. ya. Can you imagine the trailer for this? You can, do you have Apple TV? You can watch it on there. Now in theaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starring. Jesse Tack. The, the boy, boy who, who could, could fly. fly. <laughs> oh, my Whoa. gosh. Boy, what a different career trajectory I would have had. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If you could live to be 180, how do you feel about that? Oh, that seems like a long time <laughs> to... Um, be, be hurting. <laughs> be <laughs> things start breaking down. My, according to my mom, after age 40, okay. it's all downhill from here. Well, maybe that wouldn't be the case. So there are researchers um, at UC San Diego, and they're working on this gene therapy. Now, they have not tried it on humans yet. All they've used are yeast cells. So it worked well on them. What it did is they were able to figure out a way to make these cells live 82% longer. And it's 
it kind of fits into the same way that our cells work. And so with that, they're like, oh, humans, if this were to work, humans could live 80% longer, which would be on average about 180 years old. Sure. And what would happen is that our cells wouldn't, <clears throat> excuse me, our cells wouldn't break down the way they do now. So when you say you'd start, be, you'd be hurting for a while, yeah. that probably wouldn't be the case. You know what I mean? Like eventually you no, would no, no, no. age and things yeah. would start to hurt, but it would be later in life. Yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to use this on a younger crop of human <laughs> beings to uh, <laughs> start them early because I, I think once you hit my age, it's just like oh, things have already started breaking down, and it's like you know I might not no make point. it to one eighty. I might make it to like one hundred two or something with this yeah, therapy. I mean, my thought process is, and I, mean, I love life. I'm having a great time here on Earth, <laughs> oh, but, but I don't want to be around that long. Yeah, that just like the things you would see. Yes. I don't need all that. This did you is, Did you ever see the the Green Mile? Too much. Yes. With Tom Hanks. Yeah. Okay. Here's the story on that. He tells this story. Um, he's an old man when yeah. this movie starts, but then it goes back in time, and he's on the mile, walking the mile, walking yeah, the Green Mile. Yeah. The whole thing. Tom Hanks character. But at the end, you realize that he is really old. Like. He kept living because he got this gift of uh, immortality or yeah. whatever. And because of that, he does this whole speech about, like, how his friends have died and everybody he knows has passed away because he can keep living. Yes. And I was, and he's just like, this is not great. Like, I'm not enjoying it. I mean, I guess if everybody else is hanging on there with you. If everybody's hanging on, maybe. But I, I think my thought is how much things change and how over... Overwhelming that would be. Oh, there's a to, oh man, a bunch of grumpy I mean? old people like, walking around like me. I mean, I'm not even there yet. We'd be stressed. Like I'd be. Let's say I'm 110, and I'm like, I remember the 90s. Yeah. Like that's. I don't want to. You know what I mean? Be a bunch of people just, out driving that shouldn't be driving. Yeah. You know what I'm let me just you know, all that. I don't oh, want to do that. Person's at least 115. Take me to my next life. Oh I'm, my goodness! I'm, all right. Stay here. Anna, who lives life to the fullest, is like, I'm throwing in the towel <laughs> at three digits. We're not going any higher. Hundreds good enough. 100's fine. <laughs> My mind is blown. Something that I experienced at the airport over the weekend on the way to Yellowstone. Yeah, I'm so intrigued. The girl I was traveling with, the girl I've been dating for a while, she in, introduced me to what's known as the Delta Sky Club, the lounge. I've never, I've heard of it. I've, I've heard of, I've, I've heard whispers of the Sky Club, Wait. the Sky Lounge, whatever it is. I've seen the doors at CVG when you're walking through the airport. It's like, I don't even know what it's called. Sky Club. Whoa, and I see the I door. You can't this. see through them. And I'm like, oh, there must be a tiny little room in there. And you got to pay for access. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Let me tell you about the Sky Club. I'm looking it up right now. It was Salt Lake City Friday night. We got in kind of late. And she's like, oh, we got a little time. We're going to go up to the Sky Club. She got access because she um, has what's called status on Delta Airlines. You fly enough, you get complimentary you get, perks. like, special stuff. Okay. I do not have status, so we no. had to pay $50 for me to go into. This was an entirely different floor. We go up. Oh. Imagine, like, a private set of airport gates. I don't mean, like, one little gate. I mean, like, ten of them. It was like a banquet room on the second level. All you can eat, all you can drink, oh. private bathrooms, private chairs, everything's clean. I described it as the fanciest golden corral I've ever been in. <laughs> like, there's a buffet. I, she, this is something she's used to. She travels um, international a lot. Yeah. She, she's, I, I've heard her talk about going to the Sky Club a lot. I've never been. I walk in and I feel like I'm from Podunk, Iowa. <laughs> like I just had like walked into some money or something yeah. and was experiencing something for the first time. Like I'd won the lottery. Yeah. And I was asking all these 
basic real questions <laughs> like, how much do I? And she cut me off one point. She goes, it's all free. I go, it's all free? She goes, I'm getting a glass of wine. I go, was that? She goes, it was free. I'm like, I had no idea Uh-oh. that this has been happening in the airport for years. Wow. And granted, you can you have to pay to go in there, and there's there's all these credit cards you can get that get you into the Delta Sky Club. You can have these like little membership things, but it's yeah. not inexpensive if you just want to fork over the money. It, pretty much, if you travel a lot, you yes. you could earn this perk. Yeah. So and, then and see how the other half. We end up in, in Atlanta yesterday, and we're like, all right, let's go to the Sky Club. We walk up there, we take an elevator up, a magic little Ooh. elevator up. It opens up. I'm like, here we are, Narnia again. <laughs> Had no idea. I've been in that airport so many times. This entire level room full of a buffet line, our charcuterie board, people sitting at the bar getting <laughs> wasted. Yeah, for free. I'm like, if you have to ever have to spend any more than like an hour or two in the airport, you might as well just pay to go up there. I was blown. My mind was blown. Wow. So any, so technically anyone maybe could go up there, but you just have to pay a hefty fee. I got to be honest with you. I tried you to look know. it up. Okay. I think you can get like memberships. So but but if you know somebody that has what's called status, yeah. they fly up, they have enough sky miles, they get in and then they can have somebody come with them. All right. But you'll if you go out there, you see why it's not free and why it's kind of an exclusive little club because it was like good food. Yeah. It was I'm looking at the picture. I Googled uh, Delta Sky Club and I yeah, had this no, is I'm like all these, where thing. have all these people been? They've been hiding in these rooms. Like, I just. You're, well, and crazy. you're probably going to spend, uh, what'd you say you spent 50 bucks to get you in there? Yeah. You're probably going to spend $50 on airport food and drinks, anyways. Yes. You might as well go up there and. Yeah. And it's you don't have nicer. to worry about sitting in a chair where the outlet's so loose because people have been trying to plug their phone in. Your outlet falls, <laughs> your plug falls out. This is the nicest of the. Ni- wow. Anyway, hats off to the Sky Club. I'll see all you right. when I fly out next time. <laughs> You take my money. I'm on my way to earn status. <laughs> how, do I, how do I get complimentary yeah, status? Yeah, I know. How many flights do I need to take just nice. to get to that club? The average person has not spoken to their neighbor in three weeks. And Jesse, this made that. me think of you instantly. Don't you have, like, protocols sometimes if you're not in the mood to speak to a neighbor? You're like, all right, doing a little... Uh, what, yeah. loop-de-loo, or what do you do? Like, oh, you- oh, there's a number of things you do. I mean, you can see neighbors coming, right? Yeah. So, I mean, rule number one, no eye contact. <laughs> okay. Uh, rule number two, if I see them, like, walking down their front step, and they're across the way, yeah. and I'm getting ready to walk down the front step, maybe I'll put my backpack in my truck first, you um, know? Like, just stall or, a little oh, bit. Or, something in the house. Oh, guess what? Did I, did I lock the door? Let me go just double-check, make sure I lock the door. <laughs> just, I just... Stroll. I take my time. Okay. I'm an introvert, right? So, yeah. like, I don't. There's a, some of my neighbors I have no problem talking to because they're more chatty with me, yeah. and it's completely fine. But I have a neighbor. In fact, they may have moved, but there were neighbors that lived across from me at least I want to say seven or eight years that I never once spoke to. Like, wow. I mean, across the street, yeah. you walk out my door. There's a house across the street. That's where they live. To my credit, they never talked to me either. Maybe they maybe they felt the same as you. Like, just because you... I get being friendly, but just because you live next to someone doesn't mean, I guess, that you have to be friends. I just... I don't like small talk. I avoid yeah. it like crazy and... I don't know. Like, I just feel like, oh, how about this weather? And yeah. it just feels uncomfortable. I feel like small talk feels like a waste of... I know there's a purpose for it sometimes to kind of get into a conversation, mm-hmm. but it feels... 
like a waste of my time. Doesn't feel very efficient. No, I and I under I don't think anybody like necessarily enjoys small talk. You just hope that it will turn into a more engaging conversation. That's the thing. Sometimes it's hard to make friends without small talk. That's, and I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's a small talk is just like the starting of what will hopefully be a great conversation or a friendship with somebody. Can it's I just, give a hint? You gotta, if you ever want to be friends with yeah. me, you you're gonna have to do a lot of the you heavy lifting on the front end. Force you. you gotta Wait. be like, yeah, no, I'm serious. Is that what I? Well, we kind of got thrown into it because of work, but I you have no problem talking. I don't. I also don't care if you like reject me if I'm like, hey, let's go out, and you're like, no, I can't tonight. I'm like, all right, I'll try again tomorrow. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. You, your persistence. Like, yeah. Your persistence. There's enough weird things that happen in your life. We rarely have to have small talk. Yeah. You know, we're, we're never talking about the weather with you. It's no, just like, I oh, just you, drop crazy stuff on you. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, do, well, okay. I know you live in an apartment complex. Do you talk to your neighbors? No, actually, this is what's shocking because you'd think I'd be friends with all my neighbors. But something I've realized um, from moving to several different apartments, you don't want to make friends with your apartment neighbors because you're... The, you're going to find weirdos and it's a little more intimate than you living in a house, right? And you, you have other people who live in houses next to you. Okay, yeah. fair. You're close. But an apartment is like, we might be doing laundry together. And I have had so many weird neighbors that have like left me gifts or like come up and knock on my door randomly mm. that it's just, I don't, it's very uncomfortable for me. So I go out of my way. Like, I'll smile and, you know, hold the door open. if So they might try to take it to the next level, like, friendship-wise, living that close to you. Uh, Yes. Because you, and you're, like, in the same building. Like, our mailboxes are are attached. We share a washer and dryer. Like, I, that's enough intimacy for me. I don't need to... I'm not here to make friends. So that's apartment. why you go use your parents' washer and dryer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I thought it's because you were cheap. Or no, well, it's a mixture. Of yeah. Remember the guy I caught taking my laundry out of the dryer? Oh, yeah. Like, it's just He was holding weird. up like, oh, look at this. <laughs> He's lacy. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> the biggest concern that we had about you going to Yellowstone having, about your hanger. Did oh, yeah. you, how did that go? Did you get a cooler and snacks? So I packed a collapsible cooler and I put it in my backpack and we never used it. <gasps> Because we woke up super, I would say, pretty late Saturday okay. morning. The goal initially was to wake up at the hotel in Bozeman, Montana at like 7 a.m., go pick up this rental car and be down in Yellowstone by who knows what time, 9 a.m. And the grocery store, right? And <laughs> go to the grocery Yeah, go to the grocery store, maybe get some ice. And uh, I think we woke up at like 8.30. Yeah. And I think we got to Yellowstone by like noon. It was... Uh, you know, didn't sleep great, all okay, that, being in yeah. a hotel. Um, but the first thing we did when we did get up is we went downstairs, got breakfast and everything. Everything was good. But we, a couple hours later, we were finally down in Yellowstone inside of the park. And we had left this thing, and I had already started to say something like, I need a snack. I need something, maybe some food. And yeah. I don't know. I think I had missed a parking spot. And she's like, you could have parked there. I don't remember exactly what it had, <laughs> what happened. And I, fo- I I think I got snippy. And I think I actually said, I think you're starting to experience hangry, Jesse. I think it's coming out. And she goes, okay, we're, we'll go in here and get you some food. And, and I was fine. It The little cure. I was, I was completely fine. And I- then... I survived on sna- little snacks alone, mostly from the Delta flight that we had been carrying wow. with us. And was fine. No hanger issues. Made it all the way back to like 8.30, ate dinner. And then the next day, ate breakfast at like, uh, who knows, 7 a.m. And then didn't eat another thing until 
other than like a little snack until like two oh. or three. Wow. Like it was, I was like, oh, can I turn the hanger switch Distracted off? Distracted by love. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> or bison in the road. Oh, or the bison. Okay, maybe it was the bison. I don't know. Um, I, did, I did very good. I only had one little snip, like just a tiny little. Do you, t- and tell me if I'm wrong about this. I think most people think that you are being funny or like exaggerating when you talk about your hanger. No. And then when you bring it up, like, no, I think I'm getting hangry and you're kind of snippy, then I think that's usually when it clicks for people that, oh, we need to we need to pull over. Yeah, people make we- these jokes. Like this lady called us the other day. Remember we were talking about that? Yeah. And she said her husband and her daughter would do this, and she would tell, like, friends and family, be like, they'll be all right, just throw them a sandwich. That's what it is. Like, you, you just, have you to have, have to. a little something to eat, and then you feel better. And oh. yeah, because be, you become unreasonable, you, you become irritable. Yeah. And it, but it happens quick. It's about a thirty minute Yours downhill is a fall. Quicker than most. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. you guys are still seeing each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. There was no blow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. No, we're good. Like, All right. Uh, then, uh, and then I was, I was really proud of myself the next day for how long I went in between me. I, I actually said something. She's I'm like, shocked. really? It hasn't been that long. I'm like, I eat every two to three hours. And I said, yeah, by now I would have eaten four times and I've yeah. only had like a meal and a half. You're, that's also pretty risky. You're walking around here without uh, granola bars or anything. That's, no, I know. Like, you I'm shocked you did that. Snacks. We had a whole discussion about you packing well, a cooler. We got a late start it. Saturday morning. Yeah, it was right. just like, mm, those animals are so. waiting for us. <laughs> Everybody's fine. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. We're going to start doing this at the end of our show each day. How are we feeling? It's a Monday, and I'm feeling a little disappointed. Um, I've made it a long time without getting Uber Eats. I've done pretty well for myself because we know this was an issue that I had, right? And then last night, I just couldn't fight the urge anymore. I wanted something sweet. Wait, hold on. And Wait, so sweet. I've been I've been worrying about this all day. Yeah. What did you order? Not you didn't order a meal. No. You ordered a treat. I ordered a Uber, treat. Uber treats? No. Well, that'd be a good, that would be good. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. But no, um, I'm ashamed to say that I ordered from a grocery store that is right next to my apartment. That can I, I see the grocery store from here? Because <laughs> I, I can know, almost. it's so bad. Are you kidding me? It's so bad. You were so lazy. Mm-hmm. You were in, hold on, I just got to get it uh, out. Go ahead. You were in your, your comfy clothes. You couldn't even put on a pair of slippers and go I, a block away just, to get your treat. What did you order? Do it. I don't. I'm embarrassed to say. Tell now me, I feel it's the emotion of the day. Um, they're like, I love s'mores. Okay, like I'm obsessed with s'mores. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't think like I crave like s'mores things. Um, and so there are these s'mores like. It's like a bar. Like I've gotten it before. Sure. I, I don't even. I really don't know what it's called, but it's like a s'mores like. Some kind of a bar. Okay, s'mores and it's, bar. it's not ice cream. It's like a maybe. It's almost like a cereal bar. But it's s'mores. And you got yourself And a I s'mores. got a box of them. Oh. And they're so good. <sighs> and, but I, it's not It's not about the, the, the treats. It's about the fact that I was so lazy that I've done well not getting Uber Eats. And then here I am. Last night, I fell into weakness. And I'm just, just I'm disappointed with myself. Well, that's my I, emotion. Because... I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> no, okay. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. What's your emotion? I would, you know what? I'm not even going to pry further, but I would like to know the... Oh. The amount that those s'mores would have cost and how much you paid total I to, probably to be paid, lazy. But, oh, my God. Um, it's okay. No, it's don't answer that question. No, we'll use that on the truth. It's too term. much. Yeah, we'll save that. My emotion is awe. A-W-E. Wow. Awe. I'm in awe of Yellowstone National Park. Yeah. You uh, got me wanting to go. Uh, all the all the animals. Somebody earlier today was like, so, like, 
what happened? Like the animals sometimes just cross over the fence and they go onto the road. And I go, there are no fences. <laughs> they, no, they cross wherever they want. There's bison, a.k.a. buffalo, that will just stop in the middle of the road and stand there. At one point, we were driving and there was a bison with two police cars behind it. And and the, the they I guess they were like this bison isn't moving. They put orange cones around the bison. They're like just move around like it's He's a construction taking a project. Nap or something? Uh, yeah, I saw well, I saw a picture of that a bison just laying in the road. Like they're like, This road is just like a part of our prairie out here. We're just gonna lay here. I think that's how I kinda love their attitude, actually. Oh, they're, they're like, screw you. They're guys. like the English bulldogs of <laughs> like You're come, gonna come to our home? Yeah, it's stubborn. Where are you? Stubborn. And if you don't yeah. like it, we'll run you over. We're 2,000 pounds. So I'm in awe of nature and just in horns. general. Yeah. They have horns, don't they? They do have yeah. horns. Oh, right. oh, they'll mess you up. Well, so what do we think? Are we going, are you going to, not we, are you going to go back to National Yellowstone, Yellowstone National, National Park? Park? Yeah, because there's but like three, quarter, three quarters of the park I haven't seen. Yeah. There's a bunch. The Grand it's Tetons. Insane. And no, it is incredible. It costs $35 <laughs> to get in there. Listen to you. You know, the Grand Tetons. I've never heard of The Grand Tetons. <laughs> old faithful. <laughs> hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.